Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! All right, I got some big news. Big news. Our good friends at Budget Blinds. They're good folks. Reason to celebrate. What are we celebrating? 20 years in business in Lee Summit. Has everybody been in business now for 20 years? I, I feel like it. I feel, you know, like our, it's our like big 2002. sponsor partners are, all, are both celebrating 20 years service in this community. It's well, pretty exciting. Here, let's let's make it let's make it patriotic. They rose from the ashes of 9/11 to open in 2002 <laughs> and they have served our community well this whole time. But congratulations to Budget Blinds on their achievement. Look, Jason, we've talked about it a lot. Not only are they our robot shade overlords, not only do they provide all of the window treatments and interior design stuff that you need to make your home the best home it can be, they're good folk and they do a lot of things to support our community. So we should all do our, our little bit and go support them. Go see our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit as they celebrate 20 years of business. 20 years. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. And then speaking of 20 years, it's also the 20th anniversary for Ask Kathy. Congratulations, Kathy. Ask Kathy of Keller Williams Realty. Jason, 20 years, over 2,300 families helped. They're consistently among the top tier of realtors everywhere. Five-star service. We just can't say enough. You can't say enough. And look, the market is still going. Like, And it's not going to do this forever. So like, if you are in the market to sell your home, Kathy is a person that you can go talk to right now. And I'm going to stay uh, with our theme of not only are they a great business in our community, they're doing really good things. Throughout this year while they're celebrating – they're giving money away. They are donating money and time to several local charities all throughout their celebration. So good people, good business, doing good in our community. What else could we want from a sponsor for our podcast? Nothing. Just tell them Jason Nick sent you. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I'm joined by a man who may... Or may not have air conditioning when he gets home. It's back. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of it's Link to Lee again in my house. You have had, you basically have had as the AC turns for the last several days. <laughs> it's true. And when it's 97 degrees, it's not, that's not the argument you want to be having with your appliances. Yesterday was not a happy day. No. However, and we left. We didn't sleep there last night. Fair. You, fortunately, you had family refuge in the <laughs> city. True. You could go during the metro but you I, could go to. I had to go to that suburb to the north of us, though, and yeah, nobody likes that. You, your springs were blue? Yeah. That's a very sad time for you. Link to Lee Summit does remain the source for all the news you need about our very fine city and our unofficial sponsor today are Sports Legends, RIP. We've lost some big ones, like in the last week. Bill Russell, one of the greatest basketball players ever, and then just last night or this morning, Vin Scully, the legendary baseball announcer. So sad sports times. As a, as a baseball nerd, I was sad about that one. My mom grew up a Dodgers fan too. That's really weird. Well, I guess she predates the Royals for like a fair yeah, portion of her. Existence. She was a Brooklyn fan. <laughs> okay, that's, mommy's old. <laughs> that's it. Wow. Wow. Good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast, does she? I don't know. You're I don't think take, so. I hope not. Well, if she does, you're going to find out. Well, she, she, did, she did let us crash at her house last night. And then you dropped the old bomb on her? That yeah. is rude. What are favorite sons for? Rude. Rude. All righty. So, Nick, what's going on in the city? Uh, Not a lot, actually, Jason. But, look, we're going to take a few minutes. We have we have some fun guests today. So, we're getting back to, our, back to our roots, having some fun people come into the studio. We can talk a little bit. But let's just roll over. We had the primary yesterday. And, Jason, you and I don't really... We don't go after the election stuff really outside of, of the hyper local very often, but let's just 
let everybody know what happened All in the, of in the primaries favorite candidates because one because really everybody that you knew ran for an office it felt like it anyway. I mean, we did have some local ones. There uh, were there were there were thirty three candidates, Democrat and Republican, running for state senate. So no U.S. Senate, U.S. Senate. Sorry. Yeah. So that's a that was a thing. Well, now there's just two left after <laughs> after that. But I will say, um, big local ones are uh, current school board member Megan Marshall did win her primary for the third legislative district at large for the Jackson County Legislature. Um, defeating the incumbent there. Uh, but there's, there's a reason we bring that one up, though. Well, I mean, other than I'm sure it'll make somebody mad, the people who voted for their her, her opponents. But the big kicker is is that because of the way that Jackson County has its partisan split, it is very likely that Megan Marshall will be uh, will win the general election. And if she does so, and this is the key thing here, she is required via the Jackson County Charter, and boy, did Jason nerd out reading stuff this morning, uh, will because of the Jackson County Charter, she is prohibited from, if she is a legislator, she is prohibited from holding any other elected office at the federal, state, local, or municipal levels, which means she will she, have to vacate her seat. She'll have to resign her seat, which leads to the next thing we had to go pay attention to, which was school board policies. And Jason, <laughs> I did it again. Keep your nerd hat on. I did it again. I read even What's more our process documents. there. Uh, there is a. Uh, Wait, I'm going to do it because it's just entertaining me. It's uh, it's policy BBEAF1.2B <laughs> if you're looking for it under the wow. school board things. Your yeah. law school teachers loved you, didn't oh, they? Oh, good Lord, no, none of them did. Anyway, uh, that says that if a school board seat is vacated for whatever reason, the board itself will appoint a replacement to serve until the following April when the municipal election is held. And then there will be an election. Then the, then that seat comes up for election to either refill the remaining term or I believe if our math is correct, and we had to count all the way to three, so we might be wrong, uh, to uh, the seat is go- was up seat for... Will be up in, the, her seat anyway. was up for re-election anyway, so the, the election would held as sort of as normal. But there would be a temporary person. So if you are interested... Uh, you, there's an application to fill out that the school board puts out there that you can fill out and hand in to the school board, and they will review that and make an appointment for the uh, to fill the seat going forward. So anyway, there's your there's your deep nerd dive for well, the day. Now. And that leads us to the to the next note about about the election. We won't have to worry about what happens if a current city council member. Though we've seen this happen, were to move on. So. Uh, Phyllis Edson, who was running for for the county legislature, did not win her primary. So. She will keep her seat on the she city council she, and finish and so out her term. We, for those of you who hate change, you won't have any on that front. There we go. And just a couple other, a couple other local names, Lee Summit names. Uh, Mark Alford did win his primary for the House seat, and Sean Smith won his primary in the Jackson County Legislature. Right, and that's the one that uh, she he beat among others, Phyllis Edson, right. in that one. So, right. so those are sort of the local pieces of the election. Uh, stay tuned for our special $1,000 a month Patreon where we'll tell you what we really think about all of these things. <laughs> And uh, and we'll we'll go from there. Anyway, if if people join our thousand dollar a month Patreon, are we going to donate it to our guests? Um, you know that's probably the best use of the money, other than trusting us with it. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna transition to the good yeah, that stuff. Was, that was my forced transition. That was really <laughs> terrible, by the way. But uh, I'm cutting your pay insofar as you get any uh, for the podcast. So we're gonna we're gonna transition to our back to our roots. We're gonna interview a local nonprofit activity. Uh, group in the in the community um this bunch is celebrating this year 10 years of work in the community so i think you are, should dance we are happy um 
No. A, oh. this, is not, this is not a visual medium, <laughs> and B, we like having guests. Uh, that's true. We don't want to chase them out. Uh, we are happy to welcome Becca Stobno and Laura Heath, um, our board chair and company manager, and I forget the other part of the title, but company manager is the key part here for Summit Theater Group, finally said the name. Uh, welcome. I was to, wondering if you were going to get there. Oh, welcome to the, yeah, it's a long way to wind around. Summit Theater Group people, welcome to the podcast. And happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? You, you know what I should do, Jason? Turn the microphones up. When the guests come in, turn on their microphones. Welcome to the podcast. Happy anniversary. Thank, Thank you. you. There we go. Now we have it on the thing. Good I'm not editing here. that, by the way. No, that's fine. That's <laughs> that's your air. You should you should definitely live it. I'm going to celebrate it. my air. All right, so Summit Theater Group has been around for 10 years. You guys have done, uh, you've had a lot of changes and growth and, and things in there. You have your own studio space now. We've got all kinds of good stuff going on. So we just wanted to, we wanted to have you in to celebrate, uh, celebrate surviving all of this time, which is a thing, and also talk about the stuff you've got coming up uh, to that you're doing in, in Lee Summit, in the community, and, and go from there. So, Becca, let's start with you. Mm-hmm. How are you how are you guys celebrating your 10th anniversary? Well, we are super excited that we're still here. There are a lot of community theaters and professional theaters that have struggled obviously a lot in the past. Wait, did the pandemic ruin everything? It it did ruin a lot. It, <laughs> a, that it, is a that is the probably the longest running current other than tacos. That's the <laughs> longest running theme now on yeah. the Yeah. Yeah, we um had been central to uh, that's a five dollar fine. That's a fine. Okay, I hit the microphone. Um, we'd been kind of located at Longview Community College, and um, when the pandemic hit, we were literally in the middle of a production. We had had one weekend of performances, came back on a Thursday night for a brush up, and they said, "We're closing this school. You have to get your stuff out." And so we did not get to do our second weekend of performances, um, and. So everybody kind of just shut down. Obviously, we were all, you know, trying to figure out things got canceled and, you know, our summer show got canceled and all of our summer camp and all of that. Um, And then when things started opening up again, it was kind of that, all right, we don't have a place to go anymore. So we're either going to have to quit, just shut down, or we pivot, which is what a lot of people had to do is pivot. And none of us on the board were willing to just give up. So um, that's how we ended up finding our own space to lease and um, opening up the studio and then bringing in, you know, more productions, more camps, more kids, uh, more people involved. And I am super proud of the fact that we have not only survived the pandemic, but we have grown in such a huge amount and we are succeeding so it's great. Yeah, you were able to do, and I, and I know we're supposed to be talking about the anniversary stuff now, but but I think it's really cool. You were able to do a lot of different things. I know I met some of you. Mm-hmm. You know, we did some some audio only productions. You did uh, when we were able to get people together outside, but with face masks. You did a whole performance out at, at, at Unity Village. Yes. I mean, just where did all those ideas come from? Desperation. <laughs> um, That's the best. Yes. The mother of invention, right? It or, really was. Um, you know, we. Uh, some people were fine just staying home and doing their own thing. Theater people are not like that. Theater people thrive on being out there together, doing things constantly, um, being in groups. And so we, some of us just felt like we were drowning. And so we're like, okay, 
how can we do something that's safe? So originally we were supposed to do Matilda, the musical. Having 80 people together was not safe. Singing is, yeah. It's definitely not, not safe, work. singing and Just dancing. spraying everywhere. So <laughs> we said, okay, that, that doesn't work. What can we do? And so we thought, well, okay, Into the Woods, popular show, um, you know, fairly small-sized cast. We found um, a dance studio in uh, Belton that was willing to let us use their biggest studio to rehearse in. We wore face shields and masks. We stayed six feet apart and we even had multiple props. So there were like four of Cinderella's golden shoe floating around because at the time people thought you would could right. could hand it off. If you touch something, you would give it. So everybody that used the shoe had their own shoe tucked something in a pocket. Wor- something worse than foot cooties. <laughs> right? Um, and the, we the made it work. The foot wasn't a fear. Yeah, it, was not, yeah. it was COVID, but just... So, and then Unity Village um, had this beautiful outdoor pavilion that worked out great because it was, we were literally surrounded by woods. So it was, you know, we'd come out from the trees for our scenes. Um, We were able to have about 75 people and they kind of stayed in there. They all brought their own chairs and stayed in their own spaces. And it was marvelous. We all just felt like we were in heaven getting to do something like that again. I I think my my first thought after that was, are you going to do more outside? Because it was really kind of cool to see community outdoor theater. Yeah. Um. Outdoor theater is hard. <laughs> the second performance that we had, a storm came rolling in. Oh, at like, like we all got there at five and got all the sound stuff set up. And then here comes the storm. And so everything got broken down and thrown in the trucks. And we all went and hid in our cars in our big fancy costumes <laughs> and waited it out. And so we started like 20 minutes late and it rolled through and we were able to perform it. But, um, you know, there's no roof out there. There's right. nothing. And we had electrical equipment, microphones and stuff. So it was like, we can't. You know, yes. stay out here. Performing in the woods, I mean, like literally it's, into the woods, yeah. in the woods, which is weird to say, but there you go, is different than like, you know, Starlight, who has right. like, you know, a stage with a giant proscenium mm-hmm. and the whole bit. So and air conditioning. It's, it's really hard to do that, yeah, yeah as a whole. Yeah, why, are we, you, why are you putting logic behind your reasons <laughs> not to do it? Uh, I'm trying to defend our guests who provide a valuable service <laughs> to the community and not the podcast host who's yet to write me a paycheck. <laughs> Five years, man. I bought you tacos. It's true. I will take it. Anyway, so, all right, well, let's. Let's, let's transition you guys obviously then you got your own you got your own studio mm-hmm. space and you've been working with that i know uh, sort of through the waning waning and waxing of the pandemic and all the things that have gone on with that but now you've reached this this milestone mm-hmm. anniversary you survived not only like just full stop but also the pandemic as you go through it so what are you doing to celebrate appropriately so we have a big gala planned um for august 19th it's called um stg 10th what is it? 10th anniversary greatest hits. And we are performing numbers from all of the musicals that we've done over the past 10 years. And in most cases with the original performers. So we're bringing people back that have been doing shows ever since the opening show in 2012 of music man coming all the way through Sweeney Todd, which we just completed last month. And, um, it's a big fundraiser, so it's a fancy night. We're asking, you know, everybody's going to be wearing cocktail attire. We're going to have fancy appetizers passed out. We're going to have Embrace the Grape there to sell cocktails, and um, you get to enjoy performances from people that have been participating in Summit Theater Group for the last 10 years. Real quick, that's going to be at Bridge Space yes. in downtown Lee Summit, and the yes. dates are again? August 19th is the big fancy gala, and then in, there'll be a second night, the 20th. Yeah, because your gala doesn't stop at one night. Right. We no, can't, we can't no, fit the, it all in one the night. The party is too good. Yes. So two nights, Friday and Saturday And night. the second night on Saturday night, same place. Same place, What's same that? show. Um, 
less formal. So it'll be more of our casual cabarets that we usually do, but it's the same performances. Just and 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 there's an auction on Friday night, but not. On it's a Saturday. raffle. It's we a will raffle. have okay. a number of of items available for raffle. We will also have. Um, opportunities for you to make donations if you want to support our next summer show next year which will be little mermaid so if you want to like say sponsor ariel's grotto you can donate money towards that and then your money would your name would be in the program saying i helped sponsor this particular part of the set or this costume or that kind of thing that's cool. I'm my theater background is almost entirely behind the scenes, so I'd like I'd only want to sponsor something no one would ever see, which would be weird. <laughs> this thing nobody saw is sponsored by Jason Orber. Audio cable sponsored by. <laughs> okay, so we got that big giant thing, and mm -hmm. I, I want to. I, I know you guys have got a really cool season coming up, and I want to get to that. But first, well, I wanna, before uh, you, before you move on from that, that's the important thing, right? Oh, yes. you want people to give you money? Yes. Let's help support this this group by giving them money. So tickets tickets for Friday night are uh, fifty dollars for the for the big fancy for gala, the big cocktail yes. gala. Your chance to buy some raffle tickets, yeah. enjoy all the people in their great attire. Mm -hmm. And then on Saturday, Saturday is the regular cabaret, and that is ten dollars. And, and if you're a true fan and supporter, you will buy your ten dollar ticket and then donate forty dollars. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, and where can one get those tickets? So those are those? at summittheater.org, and that's theater spelled r-e that's go. right so it's the pinky up it's, theater it's the pinky, pinky up it's a, yes it's, we oh, yeah. it's a classy classy, classy town classy. and we are going to have an re theater yes all right so i wanted to transition a little bit and bring laura into the conversation talk about some of the stuff that's just like going on because you guys don't just put on theater shows you do a lot more stuff in the community with people and what have you so laura this is this is like literally your job and you're you're bailiwick to kind of working through this so let's talk about what does what is the studio doing these days outside of putting on great musicals and other performances so stg studio is the educational outreach arm of summit theater group and we have classes and camps during any school break we will have a camp during the summer, we run every week is a new camp. Um, and then we have classes in the evening. This summer, we had 400 students enrolled in our camps and classes. We had 17 different performances with five what we call main stage performances, which were on a bigger stage. Lee Summit West typically is someone we partner with. We also are in that area we didn't talk about this morning, Blue Springs this week, we're... <laughs> no, we, we allow people to go. It's we okay. Just, we, yeah. will, like, we, we will malign the city. This is, where I, this is where I shamefully admit I'm even a Blue Springs guy. Okay. Yeah, he, he went to high school there, so he doesn't get a lot of leeway. But yeah, anyway, it's okay. So we partner with the high schools in the area to um, showcase some of our shows. Uh, currently, we are heading into our what we call Fall Session 1, which begins August 29th. Uh, enrollment is now open again. You can visit our website to sign up for those classes. That's Summit Theater, and I'm saying that with my pinky out. Two there T's and R-E. Yeah. So, yeah, yes, <laughs> Summit Theater with R-E dot org. So uh, you can register for all those and get more information online there. Cool. And I will say my daughter has taken some classes there, um, all kinds of different stuff. Um, yes. Some like dance focus, musical focus, acting focus, comedy focus, all kinds of different things. Yes. So there's a huge variety of stuff. It's not just a mirror of whatever show is going on or anything like that. It's like yeah. it's, it's a wide variety of things that you have access to. From from the outside, that looks like that was a huge, adding the theater part was a huge game changer for, for the organization. I mean, have you guys noticed a, a, a big change <laughs> since launching those? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Sure. It's, yeah, it has really opened up what we can do as a theater group 
um, in terms of getting the space and, and being able to afford the space and bring um, bigger titled shows. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we have classes ages four to as old as you want to be. Uh, I, just, oh, wait, I, made a, I made a mean joke in the pre-show rec- non-recording portion of it. And it's like, it's 90, we can say 99 plus. Yes, that's 99 the to, plus. There that's we the go. way to deal with that. Um, yeah, we have everything. And we do offer private lessons. We have private acting and vocals. So you can come in for a um, half hour, hour lesson to, to, you know, we have a lot of kids that are applying to colleges and they need a brush up on how do I audition. So we'll offer private lessons for that. We have um, intro to musical theater. We're really proud of the, the classes for the four-year-olds, just kind of introducing them to what are performing arts and visual arts. We offer a class where we kind of introduce them the first week they might study dance and the next week might be painting and the next week might be voice and how to use your body and things like that. So, What's it been like changing a retail space? I mean, you're, you're in a theater, <laughs> or I mean, in a, in a strip mall. Yes. What's it been like turning a retail space into a theater? That was probably the hardest physical work I've ever done in my life. So it used to be a furniture store. Right. It literally had a house built, a tiny house built inside the space with a roof and porch and the whole thing. And so we had to rip that out. There was carpet in there that probably had been there since, like, I think it was the original carpet glued (laughs) down that we had to rip up. Um, And it had one bathroom that was not ADA accessible. So we had to expand that. We added a second bathroom. We added a couple of storage slash dressing rooms. Um, it, it was a lot, um, we had, and it was all volunteer. We did not, I mean, we paid the professionals to come in and do the bathrooms and that kind of thing, but, um, all you of, didn't wire it all yourself. Is that what you're talking about? We me? did not wire that's it all good, ourselves. Cause no. that feels safer. Now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had all the right permits and all that kind of stuff, but, um, it, most of the, you know, grunt work was done by volunteers and, um, we, we earned our, our stars for that. It was a lot of work, but the finished product is a nice big open space and we can use it for a lot of things we've we've never would have been able to do these cabarets that we do every other month or the trivia nights or karaoke nights or we've rented the space out to Lee Summit Piano for recitals um, other studios have used it for recitals um, there's a, a another dance troupe that comes in and rents the space on Sunday nights to rehearse in um, we've done birthday parties graduation parties so it's kind of a nice just open space that's available for rent if anyone is looking for an event space for something um, <laughs> It's helpful that we have our own place to rehearse in now. So um, even though we did Sweeney Todd this last summer at Lee Summit West, we weren't allowed into the theater until the week of the show. So all of our rehearsals the six weeks previous to that were held at the studio and we didn't have to pay extra somewhere else to have that space to rehearse in. So that's been very nice as well. That's probably the biggest, most obvious change, I guess, for people to around the community to have noticed, but I'm curious because I think, I think Becca, you've been involved for a long time with mm-hmm. some of the group. And I, and I read when Laura, when you were, when you took over as company manager, you've been involved for a while. What, what have you seen in 10 years? How is how has, how has the, the organization grown? When they asked me to be president, um, three years ago, I had only been on the board for one year and I was, that's I, why they got you. Cause I, you cause I didn't doing. know what I was doing. And, and I was that's, sure that's a veteran board move yes, right there. Right there. Sucker. For sh- definitely. Come, come in and be president. Was, yes. elect. Um, <laughs> and I, I was like, I, I don't know if I'm qualified for this. They said, Oh, all you have to do is run six board meetings a year. That's, that's the the main thing and maybe sign this now or then. Okay. For, for those of you, Becca has the most incredulous look on her face. Like they lied to <laughs> they me. Did. 
Like, but I feel like any of us who have uh, done board, board service, work, yes, yeah, yeah. right, that's fine. You we can all relate. You just have to run a few meetings. I was a rookie. I was a total rookie, and I said, "Okay." Um, and then you know, pandemic, and hey, let's open our own space. And now we have bills to pay every month, and we have to come up with a way to pay those bills. And you know, ticket prices, ticket sales that for a show typically only make up twenty five percent of the cost of a show. So you're not making money on the tickets. You have to come up with other ways. So it's grants and it's donations and it's fundraisers and all that kind of thing. Um, I think for me, the biggest change has been studio because before we would occasionally have a workshop or we'd occasionally be able to do a camp or we had our one two-week camp in the summer that we were able to do with Lee Summit West and the other high school students in the area. But there was that was kind of the limit. We didn't have a space and so we weren't able to expand the studio and the educational branch as much as we wanted to. And we felt like that was really something that was missing in the community. There was not anything like that around this area. And so having the studio space has given us this opportunity to allow 400 kids over the course of one summer to experience theater and the arts in some way. And that's huge to me. I think that's extremely exciting and more than once this summer, I've heard from kids and kids' parents who have said, oh, they have the bug now. And to me, that says it all, that I've our, our group has been able to teach these kids that there's something out there in the arts that they can participate in. That's awesome. Yeah. That, is, awesome. that is tremendous. All right, well, let's talk about the sort of the, the second headlining event other than the gala, which, by the way, it's August 19th and 20th Yes. at Bridge Space. Get your tickets at summittheaterpinkyout.org. There yes. we go. Um, and uh, and go there. So you guys, as it turns out, in addition to doing uh, fundraisers and classes and other things, you guys actually occasionally perform uh, plays and musicals we and things. We do. So, like, what are you doing? Well, um, our season for this one started with Sweeney Todd that we just performed at Lee Summit West in July. Um, we had a cast of, I think, 47 and huge, st- huge set, fancy costumes, the whole bit, blood. You can't do Sweeney Todd without doing it. I mean, like, I'm hard hard time finding, like, a black box, stripped-down version of Sweeney Todd. Is is there a low-budget version of that show? I don't think that could work. One of my roommates in college was an opera... Uh, opera student and he was he he performed the title role and mm-hmm. he I mean I still remember him um, you know he's a big garrulist person anyway but like just that role you know the whole mm-hmm. process is so big yeah. and that show is so big so yes that's the big show that you guys mm-hmm. did at least on the west yes. on the big fancy stage with all of that so what yeah. else is coming so our next production will be at the beginning of October it's October 7th and 8th and then the 14th through the 16th and that is the Rocky Horror Show. We will be doing that at Longview at their Black Box Theater. We're not going to we're not going to revive the old the old Bannister Mall Theater for no. that. One. <laughs> Everybody no. relive their youth. Oh, that's, do we really want to relive that part of your no, youth, Nick? No. no, we don't. That that the audience participation will be encouraged. Cool. Though. Yes, well, I may bring toast. Yes, I so, feel like you're going to get every Gen X. <laughs> person out for that I hope one. so. I hope so. It's it should be a lot of fun. They have it. It's been cast. It will start rehearsals in September and go up the beginning of October. So that's our can, first one. Can we one. announce cast members? I'm so curious now. Um I would have to find the list. No, 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 no. do that then. No, 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 no. Okay. We don't put out that kind of effort on this yeah, show. That's okay. Not, that's All not, right. You don't have to work that hard for us. Um 
Then our next show will be November 11th and 12th and the 18th through the 20th, which is Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike. It's a comedic play, and that will be held at our studio. So small, intimate session, um, small audiences and that sort of thing. What, what is audience size at the at the studio? I think you said it earlier. Um, but typically just... it's 35. So we have, you know, occupancy limitations. So we have to pay attention to that. So you, that's why... You have to keep Jim Eden happy. Yeah. So at fire department, we will not break rules. That's right. We have to be careful. So, um, yeah, we only put on shows there um, that have smaller casts so that we can have a, a, a good-sized audience. And it's the same thing for our cabarets. When we do those, we have about 35 tickets per night that we can sell. All righty. So yeah. you're, 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 it continues. Yes. The next one will be... What's the date? I don't have my glasses on. February 10th and 11th and the 17th through the 19th. It is a musical called Title of Show. It is also a small musical, and so that will also So that be wasn't home. like a placeholder on your, on your <laughs> website. That was actually... No. That was not a show TBD. Right. That was an, that's the actual title, <laughs> of, title of Show. Title of okay. Show. And that will be held in the studio. And um, again, small cast, small audiences, very intimate experience, so... Well, I think a cool thing about, you were telling us this before we started recording, but a cool thing about this season is actually it's a longer yes. season because you're changing your season schedule. Right. Yeah. So we've been on a, a fiscal year before and we've decided to go to that, that for grants and that sort of thing. It's much easier to end in, in, at the end of the year in December. So um, in order to accommodate that, we've just decided 10th anniversary, let's just extend it. So our, our season actually goes 18 months. A, se- a 10th season is so special that it make it longer. That's right. There we go. We just couldn't fit it all in. Couldn't so. fit it all in. In May of 2023, we'll be doing Bright Star, which is a musical, and that will also be held at Longview Community College. And um, that is the one that was co-written by Steve Martin and Edie Brickell. So that's kind of an interesting um, one. It's not done real, very often, so we're kind of excited to bring that to Lee Summit. And then, as I mentioned earlier, our big summer production next year will be The Little Mermaid. So if you have young kids who are excited about being fishes in the sea, bring them out. Well, that will be many ages, so... And that's what, again, I feel like, I feel like any of those at the end of Gen X, it's going to be a lot of nostalgia in the audience. Yes, yeah. You sound like you're a Gen X person, Nick, which I know, I mean, you are, well, but I mean. you're just like, <laughs> you are the target demographic for what they're shooting for this year, yes. is what it sounds like to me. So you're, okay, okay so you're running, so and then that's the summer. That's the summer. And then, but wait, there's, there's even more. more. Yes. So October of 23, we will be doing The Play That Goes Wrong. So some of you may have experienced that at a new theater restaurant um, the past few months. That is um, a hysterical play of a you know group of British theater people who are putting on this show and everything goes wrong that could go wrong in a show. Set pieces falling apart and people running into things and getting knocked out and fire and all Is that a frightening things. show for a company to put on? There's, there's maybe a little it's, bit of it's apprehension like, like, there. Does everybody feel like they're tempting fate? Exer- it's exercising demons. <laughs> right. um, I'm not, does anyone anyway yell the Scottish word in the middle of the theater as well while I they're don't at it? I think so. Be, that, that would, would be, be just wow. tempting there, fate, so. yeah. So, um, And then the last show of the season will be Rabbit Hole, which is a drama. Um, and I can't remember now if that one's going to be. I think that's at the studio. I can't remember where that one. There's so many places we go now. But if they go to summittheaterpinkyout.org, you can see the full yes. schedule. Yes. All right. Absolutely. 
Okay, well, that is that is a well, lot of stuff. She forgot one thing, another thing that's happening in October. Okay, what's that? Because Summit Theater Group partners with another nonprofit, yes. downtown Main Street, and they'll be doing the historic Haunted, Haunted Tours yes. in October. There you go. Yes, and that's been something that we've partnered with them for the last several years where we provide... We've done three or four years Yeah, now, we yeah. provide the actors, and we even have some people with our group who help with the scripts, script writing for that as well, and so... Which, yeah. can I say, when Summit Theater Group decided to start adding and... and Doing the script, it got a lot better. <laughs> Funny that. You know, people when you have who, theater people write the script and theater people who, who do the acting. You mean like when people know what the they're doing, it's better? The show got a lot better. <laughs> Weird. When yeah. it wasn't just nerdy volunteers. Well, it still is some nerdy volunteers, but fortunately, we've, learned, we've taken you off, taken we've, you nerdy volunteers out of the spot. Right. When I, we've learned to just back away and let the pros handle yes. it. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that's well, a lot of good stuff. That's a lot of that's a lot of great stuff. Uh, Every time we have a nonprofit on, we like to ask these very important questions. If people want to get involved, if they want to support you, whether through checks, time, whatever, how can they get in contact? So all of that is on our website, www.summittheaterpinkyup.org. Uh, there is a donate button on there. We do offer sponsorships if, there, if you have a business that you would like to sponsor specific shows or the season that you can get some some goodies in return for being a sponsor for us as well. Um, but individual donations are accepted. Uh, you can send a check to our studio, which is 180 Northwest Oldham Parkway, Lee Summit 64081. So we'll take checks there. Um, there is a, a link on our website for volunteer forms. So if you'd like to volunteer, and that can be anything from working the box office or concessions at a show to helping build sets or come up with costumes or props or working backstage or anything like that. So there's all different kinds of ways to help. And there's a form you can fill out linked on the website. Maybe if you volunteer backstage, you'll see the thing I sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Light switch sponsored by Jason. Norbert. Sponsored by Jason Norbert. There you go. Becca, Laura, thank you both very much for, for stopping by. Thanks for the work you do in the community. This is a, you know, the, the arts are a great part of every community, so you guys have been doing this for 10 years. It's awesome. We wish you 10 more. Yeah. Jason, that's going to wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.